Welcome to Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. In this program, Marty discusses waterfowl and upland bird hunting, as well as the clay target shooting sports, with some of the top industry leaders and shooting pros from around the world. If you're just starting out or you've been hunting and shooting for years, we'll have wing and clay target news and information that you can use. Now, here is your host, Marty Fisher. And welcome, welcome, welcome to what I can assure you is going to be a very informative hour. Uh, I've got a great guest on uh, this week. It's, uh, it's a gentleman, uh, you know, who is the executive director of the Midway USA Foundation. And, uh, you know, we're going to talk at length about all of this stuff, but I can tell you the Midway USA Foundation has done probably more for youth shooting sports in uh, in the United States than anybody. And, uh, yeah, we're going to we're going to kind of get into that and, and, and kind of digest all of it. And I can assure you, you're going to be very, very impressed with what this gentleman has to say. But, um, <clears throat> hey, what in the world is going on? Well, <laughs> if you're like me and you and you and you whether you watch television or you just have it on, uh, you, you can't really go without uh uh, seeing what's going on in politics these days, and I'm not going there. This is not a political show, but uh, I will I will remind everyone that if you are, are uh, like firearms, uh, there's only one way to uh, one way to vote when uh, when when that time comes in November. Um, uh, the uh, the little virus deal going on, you know, the coronavirus. That's uh, that's a little spooky, and and uh, uh, something that came across my desk. Today, you know, I, I talked at length uh, some weeks ago on the show about the SHOT Show. You know, and the SHOT Show is, uh, you know, shooting, hunting, outdoor trade. It's, uh, you know, it's really for uh, uh, for the industry folks only. Well, there is a SHOT Show equivalent, if you will, that's held in Europe every year. And it is the IWA Outdoor Classics Show. It's held in Nuremberg, Germany. Uh, scheduled this year for March 6th through the 9th. Well, uh, my little ticker on my computer is, as I get a lot of stuff for being, being a media guy, uh, comes across and says, um, it's canceled. Now, that's uh, unprecedented. They have never done that, of course. And, uh, you know, and it's all because of the uh, coronavirus. And I think, you know, we've got to got to let things kind of sort out a little bit on all of that and, and, and see, you know, what's really going to happen here. But, but think about this. What are we talking about? In 2019, there were 1,619 exhibitors at this show. More than 45,000 people showed up from 121 different countries. Now, there's an economic issue there that, uh, that, that I don't think anybody has been prepared for. The good news is that uh, the current plan is to, to uh, hold the event in 2020. They just have not yet determined a date. So, uh, you know, we'll keep you posted on what's going on there. I mean, this is something going on in Europe. Hey, you know what? This show goes all over the world. So, uh, and I have I have listeners uh, in Germany. I have listeners in Italy. I have, uh, you know, the UK, France. Uh, so, uh, folks, we hope uh, hope everything works out over there and you'll be able to, to, uh, to do your show. Um, I do want to say this, our first segment. Uh, what I'm doing right now is brought to you by my good friends at the Crushable Vault. Now, the Crushable Vault 
is a great, great product. And, you know, for most of my adult life, I've been a traveling hunter and shooter. And many of you are as well. And I've been afraid that some petty thief is going to somehow get into my vehicle and take my guns. Well, fortunately, I discovered the Crushable Vault. It's a product that really put my mind at ease from the thought of having my guns taken. You know, it's a it's a great product. It looks like a very nice piece of luggage, but make no mistake, it's a lot more than that. Their patented products feature a cable locking system that totally secures your firearms and firearm cases by connecting them to a secure point in the bed of your truck or your SUV, the trunk of your car, back seat of your car. Uh, so check them out. Right? I think you'll find something very, very interesting there that will really put your mind at ease when you're traveling with your guns. CrushableVault.com. That's their website. See something in there you like, type my name in, type Marty in the promo code box at checkout, and you'll get an instant 10% off of your purchase. CrushableVault.com. Okay, now before I get to Scott Reynolds, uh, let's do a little bit more here. Um, a couple of events coming up. Uh, Ducks in the Desert, the Ducks Unlimited Continental Shoot is coming up March 4th through the 8th. That's going to be at the Clark County Shooting Park out in Las Vegas, and I can attest that that is a very, very nice facility. I was uh, um, honored to, to be the designer of the two sporting clays courses out there, and they are really, really nice, and those folks do a great job. So uh, if you're not signed up for that and you want to go to Las Vegas and shoot some clays, uh, that'll be a perfect opportunity. That's March 4th through the 8th, Ducks in the Desert at the Clark County Shooting Park. Uh, the NRA convention coming up April 17 to 19. That will be in Nashville this year. So, you know, that's uh, that's something that's always fun to go to. And, uh, and, and I'll tell you, they've got some great vendors there and some great people to talk to. I've been to a, a number of those conventions, and they are absolutely excellent. Um, events going on, uh, you know, real quick, the Seminole Cup uh, and Sporting Clays, that's going on this weekend. I'm actually headed down there uh, tomorrow afternoon. I'll spend a little time. I've got some folks that I need to talk with and spend some time with. Uh, that's at the Broadfield Sea Island Sporting Club in Woodbine, Georgia. Now, Woodbine, Georgia, as you're going south on Interstate 95, it's right before you get to the Florida line. So it's in extreme southeast Georgia, but it is a beautiful, beautiful piece of property. It's about 5,000 acres. It's actually owned by, by the Sea Island Company. Uh, if any of you have ever been to the Cloister, which is a five-star resort, uh, you know, uh, down in southeast Georgia, they're just absolutely spectacular. And right now they've got about 530 entries in that event, so it's going to be a good one. Um, the Blosser Skeet Classic, that's coming up March 12 to 15 at the National Shooting Complex over in San Antonio, and that's always a great event. It will be very, very well attended with hundreds and hundreds of skeet shooters shooting all four gauges, 12, 20, 28, 410. Uh, it'll, be, it'll be quite an extravaganza, and right about that time, too, we're still here in the south, uh, the National Sporting Clays Southeastern Regional. Uh, that's going to be down in Florida at the South Florida Shooting Club, 18 to 22 of March, and, uh, you know, they've had a number of big shoots down there in the last year or so, and, and they'll do another great job. Uh, trap shooters, and uh, boy, there are a lot of trap shooters out there. You know, there are two ATA trap shoots uh, coming up that are state events, you know, state shoots for Florida, uh, 17 to 22 of March, 
at the Silver Dollar Trap Club in Odessa, Florida. That's down southwest, down by Fort Myers. And then in Arizona, uh, the, at the Ben Avery Shooting Complex in Phoenix, the, the, you know, the uh, Arizona State Trap Tournament is going on that same t- time period, March 17 to 22. Um, if you want information on sporting clays, trap skeet, all of that kind of stuff, uh, the sporting clays, mynsca.com. The skeet shooting is mynsa.com. And for trap, it's shootata.com. So that kind of brings us up to speed on what's going on. Uh, in the uh, wing and clay world, and I am getting ready to introduce my first guest. Before I do that, uh, Scott's first segment is going to be brought to you by my good buddies at Negrini Cases, finest gun cases in the world. You know, for more than 35 years, Negrini has been building fine gun cases for protection, storage, and travel. You probably have a Negrini case and you don't even know it. They make cases for Gun companies like Browning, Beretta, Parazzi, Blosser, Kriegoff, and many more. But they also make a custom line of cases that are simply out of this world. They're as strong as aluminum. They, they look like they're plastic, but it's a, it's a material that is really, really, really strong. And it's half the weight of aluminum. So that, that is a, a big plus, believe me. They have a double wall protection to keep your gun safe on the inside. And you can get a custom case for pretty much any gun action in barrel length. And the customization can be anything from rich Italian leather trim to actually solid leather. I mean, uh, you know, it's uh, you can you can <laughs> you can get just about anything that you want. So check them out, NegriniCases.com. If you spend two hundred bucks with them, uh, once again, a little promo box in checkout. Type my name in there, Marty, and you'll get a one hundred round waterproof ammo box made by Negrini and they will pay for the shipping to send it to you so negrinicases.com go there and I think you'll find something that you really like okay that pretty much takes us to where I need to go in the show and I would now like to introduce my guest for this week and I was introduced to this gentleman uh by my good friend Jim Dunn. Jim Dunn is uh, on the Midway USA Foundation board, and uh, Jim was actually on the show here about a year ago talking about all of the things that the foundation was doing for youth shooting in this country. But uh, uh, Scott Reynolds came on board in uh, in in 2019, and uh, now he is the guy that is uh, that is running the show over there for the foundation itself. And I will tell you, it is uh, it it is quite the operation. So without further ado, Scott Reynolds, welcome to Wing and Clay Nation. Well, thank you, Marty. I'm happy to be here. Well, listen, I am, I'm so happy to have you here because, you know, I, I, after I knew that you were going to be on, I, I'm, a, I'm one of those guys, I've, I'm, a, I'm an information junkie sometimes. So I, I started uh, going through all sorts of different um, uh, websites and and you know Google points and all of that to, to try to get a handle on on the things that that's going on with you shooting and uh, you know it 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 wasn't a surprise to me because I see it all over the place going to gun clubs and talking to people but the youth shooting sports in this country is up 142 percent in the past six years and a big part of that has been what Midway USA Foundation is actually doing so 
Scott, I, I want to do this. Uh, tell us a little bit about about Scott Reynolds first and foremost, and then and then we'll get into the nuts and bolts of the foundation. But uh, you've got a pretty uh, pretty interesting resume, and I think people would like to know a little bit about Scott. Uh, okay, well, um, not not too exciting, uh, but uh, I uh, retired from the, the U.S. Marine Corps in uh, 2000, and uh, then embarked on a on a corporate career and. Uh, Served in a variety of, of uh, executive billets uh, at uh, Honeywell Aerospace and uh, General Electric, and then moved over to those are in the aerospace industry. And then I moved over to the oil and gas industry with a company called Oceanarian International, which uh, uh, provides products and services to the deep water drilling uh, and exploration field. Uh, I had a lot of fun doing that, but uh, in 2015, I decided it was time to spend more time with my wife, so packed it up and we moved to Florida and uh, uh, built, built our dream house and enjoying life uh, a little bit, but uh, kind of lost a sense of purpose and uh, I got a call for, for this role and uh, thought, you know what, this, this fits right into my uh, wheelhouse. I've always enjoyed mm-hmm. working with kids, I've always done something with them, and I'm uh, big into shooting sports and thought, uh, you know, this is this is really great. So we, we packed up and uh, moved to uh, to Columbia, Missouri, which, uh, which we're thoroughly enjoying. Great town, and uh, uh, working with the with the uh, team here at the at the um, foundation, and uh, you know couldn't couldn't be happier. Uh, to, to tell you what, this uh, foundation is uh, you know uh, Larry and Brenda Potterfield uh, founded it back in 2007, and it's grown uh, quite a bit, especially over the past uh, few years, and uh, it just has a huge impact on uh, uh, as you as you mentioned in the youth shooting sports. So uh, I'm just really happy to be here as uh, the new executive director. Well, Ed, and, 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 you know, first and foremost, uh, let me thank you for your service to our country. That, that, that means an awful lot. And, you know, 20 oh, years you. of that, uh, you, know, that uh, you know, you either like it or you don't like it. And, and evidently, uh, you know, for, with 20 years, yep. it, it, was, it was okay for you. So that's a good I, thing. But thank you, thank you so much for that. Now, I, I, you know, thank I understand, you. And, you know, reading in the, in the resume that you sent me, uh, you actually grew up in Missouri. So you had an opportunity to I, go back, you know, I, I won't say back home but at least back close to home, you know, Missouri is a pretty big state. So, you know, you kind of got back there. I mean, you know, I saw we, you know, and I did the same thing. Now I spent a lot of years in resort type real estate before I got into shooting business. And, you know, I see that you kind of, kind of jumped into that real estate, (laughs) into the real estate side there uh, down in Florida, which, you know, is always an interesting, uh, that's an interesting excursion, you know, to, to, to say the least. It so, is, uh, yeah. uh, you know, but but it but it it does it does get boring if 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 you're yeah. looking for something a little more thrilling. So, you know, and and going uh, going to the, the Midway USA Foundation, it's got to be got to be just something that's that's not only you know it, it's it's fun and enjoyable, but it's very rewarding. Now, you know, I mentioned yeah. earlier that um, that my buddy Jim Dunn, uh, you know, kind of introduced introduced us via phone, really. Um, and you know Jim being on the board, he 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 actually sent me a text earlier today. He says, "Hey, if you want to ask Scott a question, and we're just going to start off with this," he said, "Get him to tell you about me taking him to the Scholastic Clay Target Program National Championship in Ohio." He said it was pretty eye-opening for Scott, and I think some of the kids' stories were priceless. So I'm going to give you a couple of minutes to tell me about that trip. 
<laughs> okay, sure. Well, that was my first uh, foray, if you will. Uh, you know, you, you mentioned earlier, uh, you know, about real estate it can kind of get boring. And, you know, my whole point after retirement was, you know, I started the real estate stuff to be busy, uh, but, uh, you know, lost a sense of purpose. So well, that was kind of the whole uh move was to come up here was to kind of find that do something worthwhile and kind of give back and uh so my first foray out to the field if you will to uh to events was was there and uh um basically i went around talking to the kids to the parents to the coaches and trying to get feedback and stories and it was then that i decided that uh, that was the right move that the usa foundation makes an impact and uh, the stories that these kids told me and uh, the coaches and the parents was it was eye-opening and it it, it helped me realize that what I did uh, with the the move was uh, uh, the right one and uh, Mm -hmm. you know it's made me happy that that I made that decision so you know I spoke with some you know there were some girls one in particular that uh, you know she she asked you know what did she get out of uh, youth shooting sports and and how did she get into it and why and uh, you know she told me that uh, you know just a couple years prior she could barely speak with someone she was so withdrawn you know she wouldn't look them in the eye she'd look at her shoes and uh, she just couldn't get a full sentence out to anybody she was so uh you know lack of just had a lack of confidence and uh she was recruited by i think one of her school teachers actually to you know come out to the school uh shooting team and and she you know long story short she did and at this point you know, a couple of years later, she was just, uh, uh, I'm not going to say insertive, but she was a confident young lady It uh, could look you in the eye and, uh, and was quite the shooter. I mean, she was uh, good at what she was doing, and that helped, you know, develop her confidence, and that trans- transferred over into her, her social life and uh, into uh, how she interacted with her family and her friends and talking to her parents. They just echoed the uh, support of uh of her and uh, her accomplishments on the team and uh, saying she's just a completely different person and now she's thinking about you know where she was actually going into college and uh, in spite of you know a couple of years prior it just wasn't going to happen so I mean it's a life-changing experience you know and and uh, I talked to another young man big attitude <laughs> you know his parents said he wouldn't do his homework and you know just uh, lack of discipline and uh, uh, the opportunity came up for him to get on it and he he on to a team and it's like oh good to get to play with guns and he got on the team and you know of course that was the furthest thing you know he had to learn safety and uh, you know all everything that goes with uh, shooting before you actually pick one up and, and pull a trigger and uh, through that he learned discipline and now he's yes sir no ma'am he, he does his homework he's on a schedule and he flat out told me he says you know I think I was on the wrong path and you know this saved me and you know I heard story after story like that from parents coaches and, and in particular, the kids are who I like to talk to. So every event I go to, I go out and talk to them and ask them to tell me, you know, what it means to be on the team. You know, how does Midway USA Foundation help them, you know, et cetera. It's unanimous. Every one of them tell me their team is their second family. You know, they would not miss a meet. They would not miss a practice 
because it is so important to them. And they tell me, you know, the same stories I just, you know, or, or variations of what I just told you. And then they tell me about what the foundation has done for them. They wouldn't be able to do that or participate without the funding from the, from the Midway USA Foundation. So, mm-hmm. you know, that tells you the impact that the dollars make uh, on those kids' lives. And, you know, that's, that's the purpose. You know, our, our foundation purpose is to, uh, uh, you know, perpetuate youth shooting sports uh, and help people improve, you know, their, their young people improve their confidence or discipline the leadership skills. So, you know, that's telling me that the foundation is, is making the impact to fulfill the purpose. So, you know, it's, it was a very impactful trip, and it's been duplicated many times since then. Well, you know, and, 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 and the thing about what you just said, and, and you know, that has been, that has been echoed on, on this show by various people that have been involved in youth shooting across the country. And I've had a number of, of different guests that, uh, that are, uh, you know, in, in some way connected to youth shooting programs. And, and a lot of them have said the same thing, that the, the impact that the shooting sports have had on some of these younger, younger kids, because, you know, the, the beauty of, 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 of the, the shooting sports, the clay target sports especially, is – you don't have to be big. You don't have to be tall. You don't have to be fast. You don't have to be strong. You don't have to be any of those things that that you typically look at an athlete to be. And yep. uh, the, the meekest, mildest little little child can be a terror with a shotgun in their hand. You know, yeah. if uh, you know once they once they figure it out and start to like it, it is amazing what it does to bring kids around. We had uh, you know had a a, a lady. Um, Cheryl Schindler on the show a few weeks ago, and she talked about a, a, a little uh, young black kid that uh, they had gone, you know, and, and brought some kids from you know, some underprivileged areas out to to shoot, just to kind of, you know, introduce them to that. And there was a young man, you know, and he was almost anemic looking, you know, and, and, and didn't say much, and he was one of those quiet kids that you that you sometimes worry about, and. You know, they got him to, to try it, and he was like, I can't do it, I can't do it, I can't do it. And then once he, he did it and hit a target, and, you know, they'd have had him in a line, and they'd go go to the back of the line and come back up for another try. And at the end of, of 30 to 45 minutes of doing that, you know, the child had shot a number of targets, and, he, and all of a sudden, you know, he was just – overwhelmed by the fact that uh, that he was having success. And at the end of their little session, they asked him, or asked each of the kids, tell us what you learned today. And that little boy, his comment was, I learned that I could actually believe in myself. Mm. Now, you know, though, and, and you know what, Scott, that's why we do what we do. That's why this that's foundation right. is, is out there, because it, it's making a bigger difference in kids than what the average person could ever realize. You know, they think, oh, my God, it's a gun. Well, you know what? Uh, if they really took the time to understand what these programs are doing for these kids, they, they would just mm-hmm. be absolutely amazed. And so, uh, you know, I, I, you know, we're we're gonna we're coming up on a break, and I and I I do want to I do want to do this. I um, uh, uh, 
you know, you, you went to that shoot and you saw, how, I don't know how many thousand kids were running around out there, but you know what, whether you're a, a new shooter, a seasoned hunter, or a clay target fanatic, it doesn't matter. You need to do what Marty does. Protect your hearing with ESP. That's Electronic Shooter's Protection. You know, these custom-molded digital plugs allow you to do a number of things, like carry on a normal conversation, increase your frequency to hear birds and animals while hunting, and have all sounds above 90 decibels muted to protect your hearing when the gun starts going off. You know, I've been using ESP product for more than 20 years, and I encourage you to give them a look. Go to ESPAmerica.com and protect your hearing for a lifetime. Take a look at the Stealth model. That's what I use, and that's what I recommend. It's a great, great product. Now, Scott, before we go take this break, we've got just a few minutes. Do, do me a favor, and let's just, let's, just, let's just get into the nuts and bolts of the Midway USA Foundation. Um, you know, Talk a little bit. What is what's your mission statement? Who mission statement? Who are you, and 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 how do you do what you do? I mean, I'm 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 really interested in hearing that. Sure. Okay. Well, uh, we're a national 501c3 public charity, and our, our mission statement is actually to help communities and organizations raise funds to support their high school, college, and other youth shooting teams and activities. But uh, in short, that means you know we're here to sustain the uh, shooting sports industry. You know, by providing long-term funding to youth shooting teams of all disciplines, doesn't matter what the, the shooting discipline is. So, uh, uh, it's you know, we currently have 165 million dollars in endowed funds. Uh, we support over 2,800 funded, vetted teams, shooting teams. Uh, again, all disciplines uh, plus. Uh, 59 national and state youth shooting sports organizations. Uh, we have given out over $24 million in cash grants uh, to, to, to teams and, and the agencies. Uh, matter of fact, we just uh, closed out a grant cycle now, our biggest yet. Uh, so we have just paid out $3.4 million in, in grants. Uh, checks are in the mail, and uh-huh. um, uh, for overall for last year, it, w- it will be 2019. I'm referring to uh, a little over five million dollars. So we impact, you know, between those 2,800 teams, about 125,000 uh, young athletes. Additionally, uh, we've given away 6.6 million dollars in non-cash grants, which is basically guns, shotguns, rifles, you know, whatever, uh, coolers, knives, uh, which are free fundraising products. Which maybe we'll talk a little bit about uh, uh-huh. in, sure. in a bit, but uh, you know that 6.6 million. Uh, we've just done two million of that in the last year. Excuse me, uh, two years, and uh, that that two million dollar grant has raised uh, over uh, six million into their endowment accounts, plus over a million dollars put in their pockets locally. Uh, so a, a very impactful program there. But, um, you know, the way we do it is, uh, you know, people provide tax-deductible donations to the team of their choice. They go on our line or they do fundraising events with the teams or, or whatnot through our website, I mean, when I say online. Um, uh, there's no credit card fees. We pay for that. 100% of every donation goes to the team. It's matched to one degree or another. We have $150,000 per month that we match uh, all donations with. Uh, plus, we add incentives. We have I don't know how many incentives going on. Always trying to entice teams to uh, to donate. You know, we're all about uh, 
you know, we, we want to help those that, that want to help themselves. So if they've got a little bit of gumption and are willing to try some team you know, fundraising for themselves, we're here to match their donations. We're here to give them incentives. We're here to give them tools, uh, free products to help them uh, uh, raise funds, uh, whether it's a gun or a cooler. Um, so, uh, you know, we, we, we basically, you know, on our website, we have a variety of tools and um, a team here that's available by phone, talking to a live person. They, they, on our website, you can pick out any person you know, from our, our uh, list of team members there and call them directly, and they will hold a team's hand on how to form a team, how to uh, raise funds, and how to use any of our tools, which maybe if we have time we can talk about. But, uh, um, you know, that's basically how we do it. It's all about raising uh, uh, funds for the helping the kids raise funds themselves and then matching it and giving them incentives and, and kind of uh, giving them tools to, to help themselves. And then basically that every year they get an endowment uh, payment or a grant. Uh, so 5% of their endowment is paid out to them annually. Um, they don't have to take it, but they can, or they can take mm-hmm. it and, and redonate it to their own endowment account and get it matched again. Uh, so it's all about building that endowment account, and, and all of that is, is funded through the Potterfields. I mean, they are just uh, extremely generous, as you know, and uh, – um, you know, they want the shooting sports to prosper, and uh, the way they're going to do that is, is through the foundation fund uh, those programs that I just mentioned. So, well, uh, listen, it's a pretty good deal. I, I, and I'm going to tell you something. That is a mouthful, and, and we haven't even yeah. scratched the surface from what we're getting ready to talk about. So, folks, hey, we're up on a network break. We're going to take that right now. And Scott Reynolds and I will be right back after these messages on Wing and Clay Nation Radio. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Are you ready for a broad look at everything to do with the world of sports? If so, tune in to the Mike Abadir Show. It's a unique perspective to the connections between sports and business. Host Mike Abadir has negotiated numerous deals in the NFL. Along with co-host Gino Bacola, Mike will bring his expertise, discussion, and some terrific guests to the airwaves. Listen live for the Mike Abadir Show every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Want to play the ponies and win? At Winning Ponies, we go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, and handicappers. The Winning Ponies Radio Show with John Englehart, racing's regular guy, is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Catch us live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Variety Channel. Win prizes just for calling in. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. tuned into Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. If you have a question or comment about the show, we're here via email, wingandclayradio at gmail.com. That's wingandclayradio at gmail.com. 
Now, let's get back to this week's show. And back we are, and I am having a wonderful conversation with Scott Reynolds, the Executive Director of the Midway USA Foundation. And we're going to get back to Scott here in just a second. But hey, if you are a social media guy, and most of you are now, guy or gal, uh, wingandclayradio.com, that's our website. I encourage you to go there. We are adding content to that all the time. I'm putting a a YouTube channel. We're getting ready to have a whole bunch of old TV shows and and shooting tips and and things that you can use. Uh, On Facebook, we're facebook.com slash wingandclayradio. On Twitter, it's twitter.com slash wingclaynation. Instagram, instagram.com slash wingandclayradio. So please go to any and all of those sites. Uh, you know, give us a, a like, give us a share. Uh, come be a part of it, and uh, and we'd, we'll absolutely love to have you. Now, before I get back to Scott, I want to let you know this portion of our show is going to be brought to you by my good friends up at Etowah Valley Game Preserve. Now, you know, most of the hunting seasons are coming to a close, but that's not the case at Etowah Valley. They're just getting started, really. I mean, this season runs all the way to the end of March, so there's plenty of time for you to book an exciting upland bird hunt at Etowah Valley Game Preserve. You know, they're located in Dawsonville, Georgia. You know, if you if you uh, if you're a NASCAR fan, you know, that's where Bill Elliott's from. Awesome Bill from Dawsonville. Well, that's about an hour north of Atlanta. Uh, they've got a great package there. It's called They call it the Clays and Feathers Package. You can shoot 50 sporting clays at the Etowah Valley uh, Sporting Clays course. Uh, when you first get there, you'll have lunch with your guide, talk about your hunt, and then you can go out, hunt quail, chuckers, pheasant, you know, whatever you want to. And the best news is, you can take your own dog. You know, not many places allow you to do that. So if you've got a hunting dog that you want to go hunt on a beautiful property, Etowah Valley Game Preserve can be that property. So check them out on the web, etowahvalleygamepreserve.com. And I think you'll like what you see. It's a beautiful, beautiful place. All right, let me get back to Scott Reynolds. And Scott, you know, we were we were talking, and boy, you threw out just a mouthful of great <laughs> stats and numbers and all of that stuff and I, I i think it's you know to some it it's it's almost mind-boggling to hear those numbers of millions of dollars but you know here's the here's the thing and i and, and i don't think a lot of people realize this you know we're talking you know hundreds of thousands of kids and we're talking junior high high school college boys girls i mean there's there, there's you know there's no gender issue here everybody can play and you know for for those of you who who in the audience who shoot clays, you know that it can be pretty pricey. So you wonder, okay, where does where do these dollars go? Well, targets and ammunition, you know, in a big time way. Well, you throw in guns and vests and eye and ear protection and shooting bags and travel, and because a lot of these teams travel, and uh, you know, and, and and it 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 goes in a hurry. So, uh, you know, the beauty of this, and and Scott, you can you can comment on this because uh, I think this is a, what really makes this work. The kids actually have skin in the game too. You know, and this is just not Midway USA just writing checks for everybody because they're nice kids. You know, they they have some accountability there where there's a there's a shared uh, participation in all of this. 
That's absolutely right. You know, they have to participate. You know, the, the whole point is, you know, we want to help those that help themselves. Uh, you know, the, the nice thing about shooting sports, and you mentioned it earlier, I mean, it's, you know, it's a very diverse uh, population that can participate. You know, you can be a great athlete in basketball or football and come over, and a lot of, a lot of uh, kids that shoot are, and then there are those that uh, have no desire or ability to, to compete in those other sports, but yet they can compete and excel uh, in the shooting sports. But only if they work hard, and uh, it's all about teaching uh, discipline and, and, and developing character, uh, and, you know, and, and helping them develop into to, to good young adults and citizens. And uh, part of that is is working hard uh, to get what you want, and uh, it's not going to be handed to you. So there's lots of incentives. Uh, you know, we we definitely build these accounts, but they've got to to do their part. You know, they've got to have a fundraiser, and we're going to help them. You know, like I said, we'll give them. You know, we've got some teams that have mastered the system. I mean, they'll take three guns at a time and they'll wrap uh-huh. them or sell them or do whatever. They'll, they'll return the money that uh, is uh, uh, tagged, if you will, to that particular firearm or product uh, and then keep the rest of it to put in their pocket. Or When I say put in their pocket, I mean their, their own uh, team uh, local checking account you know, for immediate uh-huh. use. So, uh, you know, it's, they, some of them, they work super hard, and these accounts just grow and grow and grow because we continue to match and give, provide incentives, and, uh, and that's a good thing. And, and these endowment accounts are going to pay that team forever. You know, they will get a 5% uh, uh, cash grant payout uh, once a year for, for forever, as long as the team exists. 100 years from now, it'll still be paying out. So, uh, you know, it's, it, that's one of the challenges is that a lot of people don't understand that concept but, uh, of an endowment. Uh, but, uh, uh, yeah, we, we've got to get the message out there. Because, like I said, we're only touching 125,000 kids, and there's a lot more than that out there. And uh, so we're going to be a little bit more aggressive. I shouldn't use the term aggressive, but, you know, a little bit more uh, vocal, I should say, and uh, visible uh, in the public uh, to, to help uh, more teams understand that we're here as a resource for them. So hopefully we're going to grow those numbers uh, to, uh, in, in pretty short order. Well, I don't, and I don't know, you know, I mean, I have a very diverse listening audience. Okay. I mean, I've got, I've got the diehard competition clay shooters. I've got guys that don't shoot much clays, but they do a lot of bird hunting. They're dog enthusiasts, you know, I mean, whatever the case may be. But, you know, when, when we start talking about youth shooting sports. I, I, I think I want to take just a second and, and kind of go through just a list that I made. And Midway USA is, you know, is pretty much, you know, helping all of these. But but let's think about this. You've got the Scholastic Clay Target Program. You've got the Association of College Unions International, ACUI, which is, a, you know, collegiate shooting. You've got the 4-H shooting sports. And, and 4-H shooting sports is, is in total, right? Air rifle, small bore, archery, clay targets, all of that. I mean, it's 600,000 kids in the 4-H shooting program alone. You've got the the ATA AIM program, which is academics, integrity, and marksmanship. Uh, you know, you've got national ski, FFA. you've got national sporting plays. I mean, it just goes on and on That's and right. on. And you know, I I, I read something uh, yesterday that just came across my desk. You know, in the state of Minnesota alone. Now, you know, you think about clay target shooting in Minnesota. So, okay, it gets really cold up there, so you know they've got a short window to to, to do this. More than 80% of the high schools in that state have varsity clay target shooting teams. 
And I happen to notice that, you know, a lot of the distribution that uh, that the, the foundation has goes into Minnesota. So some of those teams are yep. uh, are reaping the benefits of of what the foundation does. But so let's let Scott, let's talk a little bit about, you know, what are your challenges? I mean, you know, I mean, other than other than we want to reach a lot more kids. I mean, you guys, you know, sit in those little rooms and 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 everybody's got the thinking cap on. I mean, let's let's talk about the challenges of of. of of where you 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 need to take the foundation to really you know take that next step, right? Sure. Well, we've got uh, we've kind of identified about four challenges that we feel kind of inhibit uh, our growth. Um, you know, first one right off the bat is the the, the two, we call it the too good to be true syndrome. You know, when I first got here, people would tell me you know it, it's harder than you think to give away money, and uh, I thought okay, interesting. But I've since learned that that, that is the truth. You know, most mm-hmm. of us, you know, when we give our money to a charity, uh, we you know, we look it up and say uh, you know ninety percent or eighty eight percent goes to to the actual mission of the charity, and the other ten or twelve percent goes to operating costs. We think hey that's pretty good. That's uh, that's a good uh, uh, situation I'm going to give there. But 100% of every donation goes to where it's going to go. We're going to pay the credit card costs, match it, all this stuff, everything I said, we're going to give you guns or, or coolers or knives or whatever to raise money. People think it's good, too good to be true. And in the world of scams, it's uh, uh, people uh, kind of, their alarms go up. So we've got to uh, communicate better and educate people on that, uh, the fact that it's not too good to be true. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, we, we, you know, we're going to try to help people understand our, our transparency. You know, we currently, uh, we were audited every year. We have an, an external audit done by outside uh, agency, and we post those results and our tax returns on our website. Um, we are... Uh, uh, and, and, and all of our endowments are handled by Goldman Sachs, so they're professionally managed. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, not, you know, we don't invest them, if, if you will, ourselves. Um, but people can look us up on, you know, great nonprofits at uh, greatnonprofits.org, which is, uh, you know, there's a lot of reviews out there about us. Uh, but uh, more importantly, they can go to GuideStar, which is. Um, GuideStar, GuideStar.org. They're, you know, the leading site for rating. Um, uh, nonprofits. Uh, so we have a platinum seal of transparency. You know, there's over a million nonprofits in the country, and then very few of them have the platinum seal of transparency. And then you go over to Charity Navigator, exact same thing. And there we have all the documents. They do in-depth research uh, on a charity, and they rate them. And very few have a four-star rating, which is the highest possible. And they're at CharityNavigator.org. So, you know, we want people to go out there and research us if they don't feel comfortable donating at first. So, you know, we'll have to work on that transparency. Um, second, people don't understand what an endowment is you know our our education system isn't good at educating our kids on uh, financial matters whether it's uh, you know how mortgages or loans work uh, all the way to you know what what is an endowment uh, so uh, you know we've got to educate people on that um, three coach turnover uh, coach coaches I mean the lifeblood of the, the sport they're out there donating their time volunteering and teaching these kids and you know the coaches I've talked to they do it for the reasons you and I talked about you know it's not just teaching them how to shoot it's it's what the kid gets out of it you know that that's what makes them what's that's what drives a coach so uh, the, but the problem is, is they turn over every couple, three years, and uh, sometimes the turnover to the new coach, or there's a gap between the new coach, they don't 
they don't tell them about the endowment and, and, and uh, how to, to, to make it run. As a matter of fact, uh, quite often, uh, as a matter of fact, it's part of our, our daily routine is, is, is talking with all these teams and making sure if we don't see activity, you know, make sure they understand it's there. As a matter of fact, I just got the message today from uh, one of our program managers uh, in North Carolina, I think he is, and uh, telling me he was a JRCT coach, and the uh, coach was complaining that he just doesn't have any money to, to take some trips. And the PM told them, the program manager told them, uh, actually you do. You have an endowment account. It has over $30,000 in it. <laughs> so <laughs> he didn't even know it. it but uh, the reason he called to tell me about it was, it was the response that this coach had. You know, so you're telling me that this is $30,000. That's $1,500 a year you know, right now. And it's if they don't even mm-hmm. build it up that's going to pay for a lot of their uh, uh, expenses. And, and now he can go on trips that they were not going to go on. So, sure. uh, you know, that's kind of the joy of it. Yeah. So we've, we've you know, coached over something. We've got to, I got, got to uh, put a program around and then uh, midway uh, retail side, uh, you know, we're, we're made, we're running Midway USA Foundation, and then you've got Midway Retail Store, and in no mm-hmm. way are the two connected. Um, they're both founded by Larry and Brenda Potterfield, but the, you know, money that goes to the Midway USA Foundation has nothing to do with the retail side, nor does it have anything to do with Larry and Brenda. It comes right. to the to the foundation for the intent that the donor intended. So mm-hmm. anyway, those four things are, are, are our big uh, challenges that we've got to work on, uh, and, and uh, we're, we're putting plans around uh, how to tackle them and uh, kind of educate and be more transparent and that sort of thing. So we'll get there. Well, and, and, and we've, got, we've got just a few minutes to go, and I've got a couple of other questions that, that I want to I run by you. Before we do that, hey, if you're listening to this show today and there's a good chance you own a hunting dog if you are. Now, we're not talking hunting today, but you know what? A whole bunch of these kids that are uh, are impacted by Midway USA Foundation, well, I can promise you they're bird hunting, they're quail hunting, they're pheasant hunting, they're duck hunting, they're doing, they're doing all of it and absolutely loving it. So if you own a hunting dog, you know there's nothing better than a properly trained dog to make your hunt really, really special. Well, that's where dog tra- products come in. You know, dog has been around for 30 years, and they've been setting the standard for e-collar training technology, and that allows you to unleash your dog's very, very, very real potential. So whether you've got a pointer, a retriever, a flusher, a tracker, or you just want the perfect obedient pet, Dogtra has got a product just for you. Do me a favor, and this is important now. Go to their website, dogtra.com. Look around, see if they've got something that will help you out. If you find something in there that you like, and I appreciate you for doing that, and you spend a couple of hundred bucks, just type in WING10 in the little promo code box at checkout, and you'll get 10% off of that purchase immediately. That's dogtra.com. Okay, Scott, we like I say, we've got, uh, we've got a few minutes left in the show, and, uh, uh, you know, one of the things that that I'm, I'm confident you probably had uh, something to do with bringing to the table. It's it's new there. Uh, you've got a special purpose endowment now, which is a little bit different. So let's let's talk about that for a second. What exactly what what is that? And uh, and uh, give us a little bit of of, um, of information, if you will, on how that works. 
Uh, sure. Well, we you know, it, it kind of told you about our core mission and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, donors, you know, they, they give money to the teams uh, of their choice and uh, that works pretty well. But, uh, you know, teams need a place to shoot. So, uh, um, you know, ranges are important, right? And uh, mm-hmm. I kind of talked a little bit about the, the coaches. You know, they're, they're equally as important because the, the kids can't shoot with either one of them. So, uh, again, through Larry and Brenda, you know, we've set up a, uh, uh, a coach training endowment and a range development endowment, and we're currently working on funding these. Um, and uh, once a year, we will actually start paying out uh, a grant uh, to to uh, to uh, eligible uh, ranges for the range development, or and in, in, in organizations that train coaches for the uh, coach training endowment. So uh, we're not ready to start paying those grants out yet, as we work to fund this, uh, but they are in place. And uh, uh, additionally, we're, you know, we, we want to be here forever as well. Now, Larry and Brenda have been very generous in paying our operating costs, uh, but, uh, you know, we want to you know, be here forever just like the teams. Uh, so we, we've set up a Foundation Forever Endowment, which uh, is meant to ultimately pay the operating cost of the foundation in perpetuity. Um, and then uh, uh, we also set up a new matching funds uh, fund, if you will, where uh, people can donate to uh, and, and where we can actually customize a matching program for them if they want to match funds for a particular uh, segment uh, of, a, of a state, you know, like a Western Virginia or uh, Eastern Pennsylvania or all of Pennsylvania or whatever. They can do that if they just want to help match uh, the teams uh, to kind of give the teams a little bit more incentive. And then we have what's called donor-advised funds, which uh, basically is a, a you set up a fund, and you can name it anything you want. Uh, the ones that have been set up so far, people have done in memoriam for a deceased father or son or someone that was in youth shooting sports. And then uh, they take they dictate where that or advise us on where that uh, 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 the payment every year will go. So basically it's a grant from their own endowment fund and they dictate where it will go. Um, uh-huh. So it's a great uh, tool for state planning or somebody to, uh, to uh, uh, set up their own grant uh, program, uh, you know, for, you know, today giving, if you will. So anyway, those, those are some new things that we have in place. And uh, as such, we're, you know, we're starting to open up the foundation to, to sponsors and, and uh, donations to those accounts, and uh, we'll start uh, publishing and working on those as, as we go forward into to 2020. Well, the, you know, and, and, and all of those being new, I mean, every one of those is a great idea because, you know, this is, this is an investment in the future, and that's, that's mm-hmm. what's really, really important. So now, uh, you know, in our last couple of minutes, um, you know, one of the challenges that you said that you had was, you know, we've got it, we're impacting 125,000 there are a lot more out there. So, um, you, last year you you uh, gave uh, grants to more than twenty eight hundred different teams. How does somebody, you know, let let's say they don't have a team, uh, walk me through the process of how someone would uh, would would get a team started that could be impacted by Midway USA Foundation. 
Well, I, I would say that, uh, you know, if they just want to start a team, uh, and I'm going to sit here and admit I'm not an expert, but we have experts uh, on our staff here. But I would tell them to go to our website, uh, which is MidwayUSAFoundation.org, and uh, go to the Resources tab, and there's something called Our Community page. Our community, our, I'm, I'm sorry, our partner community, uh, uh-huh. or so our partner community page, and they opened that up and listed there are all of our partner organizations, state and national and conservation, that provide support to youth shooting sports, and they all do something special for your particular state. So you can go, you click on the area on your map for your state, and it's going to list all those organizations with phone numbers, names, emails, Facebook. Uh, links, etc., cetera, uh, and, and what they do. A great example would be um, uh, YSSA, Youth Shooting Sports Alliance. They give, I shouldn't say give, they, they loan free guns. So you're starting a team, but you don't have money for guns. They will grant you guns uh, uh, for indefinite loans uh, for your teams. You know, So if you're getting guns from them and they work funding with us, uh, and there are other organizations there uh, that uh, will help you uh, identify matches and things like that. I mean, you're you know you're off to the races. So additionally, we have uh, a document there that uh, you click on it, and it'll tell you how to set up a team, how to set up a nonprofit, and how to start your team, uh, including a, a, a board of directors, etc. And uh, you know all that's there to get you started. We have links to NSSF resources and and other things. We're adding resources all the time. So. Uh, that, that would be where I would start, probably. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and I think that's that's probably the place to start. I mean, that that is that is the one beauty of uh, of the internet. You can find a huge amount of information, you know, if you go to the right place to uh, to get it. So, you know, we're uh, we're we're down, Scott. We've got uh, I've got about two minutes left in the show, and uh, and and I just uh, you know if 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 I could. Um, uh, give you just a moment to to, to give us a, a, a little appeal, if you will, to uh, to you know towards helping the uh, helping the foundation and and uh, give us that uh, website one more time, if you would. Sure, sure. So, I mean, I ask anybody that believes in youth shooting sports and what it does for the kids, you know, find your local team and uh, uh, and support them. You know, in their fundraising events, you can donate directly to them. Uh, you go to our website at uh, MidwayUSAFoundation.org and click on the Find a Team, Fund a Team uh, button, which is right there. You can't miss it. And it, you can pick whatever team you want, and you can make a donation. There's no credit card fees. 100% goes to the team, and it will be matched. Uh, um, so I'm sure the team uh, will, will certainly appreciate that. And then beyond that, you can also see some of our special purpose endowments. Uh, you can make uh, donations there. Um, uh, coach training, range development, foundation forever, uh, matching funds, or, or set up a, a donor advised funds if you want to be more impactful. Uh, and then, of course, the entire team phone numbers are listed on the website. Um, but the entire team is always here to help uh, whoever has questions uh, for anything with you shooting sports. Uh, we want to be a leader in the industry and uh, we'll continue to do that purpose. Well, the, and the website is midwayusafoundation.org. Is that correct? Right. Not to be confused right. with midwayusa.com. Right. It's midwayusafoundation.org. 
Correct. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, Scott, listen, we are we are just absolutely out of time. I cannot thank you enough for being on the show today. What a great, great amount of information you have provided. And folks, I want to tell you something. Midway USA Foundation, Larry and Brenda Potterfield, they're putting their money where their mouth is and they made this happen. By all means, MidwayUSAFoundation.org. Check them out. Listen, we're out of time. Good shooting. Have fun. Take a kid shooting. And we'll see you next week on Winging Clay Nation Radio. Thank you for listening to Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. Please join Marty again next Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until next week's show, think safety first and good shooting. 